In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. The Church celebrates Trinity Sunday this weekend, and it's always one of the most difficult Sundays for preachers. Because, after all, how can you explain the Trinity in ten minutes or less? But thankfully, we won't have to attempt to do that on this show. Instead, we'll look at the readings you'll hear at Mass, beginning with our first reading. In fact, we'll spend the majority of this setup talking about that one. It's taken from the book of Proverbs, and wisdom is being personified, or being made into a person, in this passage. In the first few verses, wisdom is saying how she existed before all created things. And then, in the second part, she's demonstrating how she actually had a part to play in God's creation. As you hear wisdom speaking in this first reading, be thinking of a building project, maybe that time you ordered new countertops for your kitchen at home. Because in the ancient Near East, building projects were something greatly celebrated, not just in the building itself, but especially when the building was finished. City walls, palaces, and temples were sources of great pride, and it was fairly common for a gigantic banquet to be held to celebrate a building's completion. Something similar is happening here. From verses 21 to 30, wisdom is describing the building of the cosmos. When the Lord established the heavens, I was there. When he set for the sea its limit, then was I beside him. Then, when the building was finished, wisdom describes the delight she finds in the human race. But at the time, the ancient Hebrews believed that reality consisted of three realms, the sky, the water, and the land. But get this, Mountains and hills were believed to have roots that sunk deep into the land, just like a tree. When you hear how God fixed fast the foundations of the earth, that's what you have to be thinking of. God, like setting up that Memorial Day weekend cabana, drove gigantic stakes into the earth in the form of mountains and hills. As a quick point, wisdom tells us that she existed while as yet the earth and fields were not made, nor the first clods of the world. Yet the mention of clods of the world could very well be an allusion to human beings, since the word for clods of the world is actually dust. And it's the very same word for dust that's used at the beginning of Genesis, when God forms the first human being out of the dust of the earth. So wisdom could be saying, look, I was around even before the creation of the dust that became the first human. Rounding out our look at the first reading, those who have their AARP cards will rejoice at how wisdom is describing her age. After all, it only makes sense for the ancient peoples that wisdom herself would be existing from the beginning of time, since wisdom is so often associated with length of years. Wisdom has seen it all, in a sense. And in fact, later in the same book of Proverbs, we'll hear this verse. The glory of youth is their strength, but the beauty of the aged is their gray hair. As we've seen with other passages, our second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans once again presents us with what we could call the love of God conundrum. When Paul says that the love of God has been poured into our hearts, is he talking about God's love for us, what we can call a subjective genitive, or is he talking about our love for God, an objective genitive? Since much of this passage focuses on what God has done, such as justifying us and giving us the Holy Spirit, it's more likely that God's love for us is meant. But other scholars, including St. Augustine, thought differently. St. Paul also says in this passage that through our Lord Jesus Christ, we have gained access by faith. 
The concept of access had a rich meaning in the culture of the day. After all, one had to be permitted access into the presence of a king or even into certain places of a temple. One had to be a VIP to have full access. But the same is true today, too, if you think about it. I mean, you wouldn't be able to just waltz right into the Oval Office and have a chat with the president. Why not? Well, because you need access. And here, St. Paul is saying that through Jesus, we have access to this grace in which we stand. Truth be told, there isn't really a bunch to say about our gospel excerpt. It's four verses from John's 16th chapter, when Jesus is continuing to talk at the Last Supper. Just as a quick note, at this point in Jesus' Last Supper discourse, the focus of the paraclete's role is shifting from the relationship to the world to now the paraclete's relationship to the Christian community. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this Trinity Sunday in Year C. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.